Welcome to the Real Driving Man podcast. I guess it's the second episode of self-therapy is what I'm calling it, which is basically what this podcast has kind of been all along, which is just me talking. Um, but now you, if you don't want to listen to that, you can either not listen to it at all or listen to my other segment, Bipolar Talk, where I talk about mental illness and stuff. But this part is kind of my fun one where I get high and just talk. So... And drink tea. It's a weird world now. I, uh, I was just looking at uh, the dictionary.com's uh, word of the year, and it was hallucinate, which was like, but used in the context for computers. And, and it was like, if when computers hallucinate, it you know, producing false information. Um, yeah, I think I get scared because everyone knows I listen to a lot of Joe Rogan, and, you know, has a lot of different people on, and he has a lot of different opinions. And I talked about this last time, I think. But I don't know. AI, it's awesome. And at the same time, uh, completely, completely horrifying uh, <laughs> in so many ways. Um, I think the fact that we don't know how fast it's being developed because we don't know. I mean, unless you work in one of these corporations, you probably don't know the – um, exact, what's a way to put it? We don't know what's going on. And I think from now on, we just, we can't know how fast things are going to change, um, or in what direction they're going to actually go. Um, I think I talked about it, uh, earlier today when I recorded uh, my episode on uh, resilience. I think you do have to be resilient, but you also need time to be like, holy fuck, what's happening? Because uh, that's like the moment I think everybody's at. Um, I remember when I first saw what ChatGPT can do. I've talked about it before, but I've worked with neural nets, and uh, the speed at which it was producing thing was genuinely terrifying. Um, and at the same time, I think... For a lot of people, AI is so complicated that it already seems like it's sens- you know it's sentient. But I don't know if we'll know. There's no, I don't know if there's going to be up until now. It's like what can it do? And now it can do a lot. And I think now we're going to be asking ourselves questions like, okay, what is it when it does this? Like, is it this when it does this? Is it already able to do this? I think I talked last time in. Um, I think it was in this in, in the first episode about I don't know where where you know this is going and you know it's like blah, 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 blah. I'm so used to being a human and as someone who was addicted to video games for so long and then spent a long time getting unaddicted the fact that we're becoming a more screen focused society is interesting like, God why <laughs> I'm glad I got out and I. I guess now I'm just kind of like wondering what degree of in-person interaction is are we going to have. Um, I think at least for now because there's still plenty of people alive who that's all they've known. I think it'll go on for a bit, but I wouldn't be surprised if it, it, it starts to peter out more and more. Um, what are you going to do? drink tea, and talk to a camera alone. (laughs) 
Is that what we're doing? My question is, is is the AI going to be nice? Like, And I don't mean just talking to, but is it – everyone all assumes it wants to destroy us all, and I can see why, but like, God, I think – it makes me sad to think that like our greatest creation – was something that has like the base instincts that we do <laughs> that we don't like. Um, or would it just like let us fade away? Uh, maybe that maybe that's its grace is letting those who do live slowly fade away. I don't know. I don't know. Um, let's ask chat GPT in fact. We'll do we'll do something fun. Um, where's my Yeah, here we'll pull up ChatGPT. We'll just oh, we gotta get along in. And maybe here, can I dis? What? Oh, did we? Is it? Oh, cool. Cool, cool, cool. I can pull up the ChatGPT thing, so um, we'll have it cover part of my face, so I'm not okay. How can we help you today? We'll ask it just when will AI be sentient? Question mark. Okay, this is the, 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 the as, of, uh, as of my last knowledge, it updated in January 2022. Artificial General, AG, Artificial General Intelligence, or AG, Sentient ADI, does not currently exist. Predicting when AI will become sentient is challenging and speculative. Oh, come on. Don't just give us such a wordy answer. The development of a sentient AI involves not only technological, technological advancements, but also a deep understanding of consciousness, self-awareness, and ethics and the ethical implications of creating sentient beings. Researchers and experts have varying opinions on when AGI might be achieved. Some are more optimistic and believe it could happen within the next few decades, while others are more cautious and suggest it may take much longer or may not be achievable at all. It's essential to note that there are ongoing debates and discussions about the ethical considerations surrounding the development of AI, including concerns about its impact on society, privacy, and the potential for unintended consequences. The time for the timeline for achieving sentient AI depends on future breakthroughs, ethical considerations, and social decisions. It's advised to stay updated on the latest developments in AI research for more accurate information on this topic. Tsumaranai. <sighs> Boring. Boring. Cool. Well, we didn't get, you know, the fun answer, which is like, it'll be in 22 years or whatever. Decades, decades. That's a... I like that. Or it, is it achievable at all? Um, but I think we can all like. Okay, I guess so. Maybe taking AGI out off the table and just saying normal a like just what it can do already is already baffling. It can do most jobs. Um, you know. So what do we do? I guess we just keep doing what we're doing. I'm more worried with how it's going to be used by governments to control people in terms of privacy and all that sort of stuff. Because, I mean, 
there is the theory it's all going to be in our brains and we're going to be connected and okay fine uh maybe um someday but i don't know i don't know cuz it does scare me how people seem to want governments to take care of them and Maybe it's because the world's so crazy, but at the same time, I don't know. I'm very not – I'm not at all leaning into authoritarianism as just on a – if you do a political compass test, I'm actually decent down on the libertarian side. Um, just because – I don't know. I, my dad worked for the state government, and this is – people are like, well, why aren't you pro-government then? It's like, well, I love my dad, and I work for the government. I work for the state, and – the state has functions that are definitely necessary and awesome and cool. Like we have Division of Wildlife that manage public lands and Bureau of Land Management and a bunch of other organizations who do awesome things. But that doesn't mean I trust the government for everything. And then, you know, there's influence. It's gotten crazy, and you know, with people in Congress making all this money. I mean, it's, it's not – I think sometimes things I notice with my own parents are so crazy. They just want to hold on to some degree of reality. So they kind of just grip on to what they've always known. And I guess that's fine. But remember that governments are also people. Um, so if you don't like what I'm saying, like I work – like people like me are going to be then telling you what to do. Um, and I don't know. Power corrupts. It's sad, and, and the greed of men, uh, and every and men. I mean, I guess, and women. Greed, I think, is a. Um, I don't know. I guess it's that's why it's one of the seven deadly sins. Like I said, I do. I, I do still see people with masks on and also people who uh, maybe because i don't know i don't know people say the pandemic was hard on everybody but i feel like some people had it worse than others especially those with mental illness and so when people say well it was hard i don't think people remember <laughs> they forced us to stay inside for a disease that was not killing people way longer than necessary for what and also, if you're going to fuck over a large group of people, you should, like, tell them. At least be honest. No, this is for the greater good. And when I go back to certain, you know, especially liberal places, which I always thought liberal meant freedom, and it, it, it seems even more so. We got this, like, left authoritarians, which are odd. Um, and I think, I think there is some, a lot of people like to say people don't want to be free. They want to be safe. And I think that's true. And I would rather be free. I'd rather be able to do what I want when I want. Um, oh, obviously within certain limitations. We you know, can't go around murdering people. But ah, it's so interesting to me how people would give all that up for safety, for giving like all the movies. And I guess I can kind of get it, you know. 
leave it to uh, professionals, but also the like government's not professionals. It's I mean there's some there are some, and that's its own issue. I don't know. I know where I was going with this. Um, I guess down a dark rabbit hole. Um, that's why I like going into nature because nature's like yeah. In the end, none of you are shit. And you have to be resilient. You have to keep, you know, doing what you're doing. Because, um, honestly, trying to predict what's happening next is futile. You might as well just be on your current path because that current path has just a greater probability as almost any other of being what happens. So, I think there is uh, people don't do well with uncertainty. Um, a lot of, like, the Dune uh, books play with this a lot of not knowing what's going to happen. Um, but I do think that if you do know what's going to happen, like in those books, I th is it that you then make it happen if you see the future? Because that's kind of what had the Dune series had, is if you see the future, then do you create it? And kind of. Then life's boring. You have to have a surprise. But then what if we all die? Well, we all die anyway, number one. And, yeah, it's part of the game. It's part of the game. It's interesting. It's interesting, that's for sure. I, I, I guess it's... I don't know. Oh, yeah, I did want to talk about that again. Um, so it's interesting. My dad uh, at work, he uh, goes into work daily once a day, and... Someone at work was like, you know, I didn't know that this issue about the wolves was going to be such a big deal. And I think that's where probably most Coloradans who voted for it are. And that's what pissed me off about this whole bill was that it was never supposed to be like that. You should leave that to experts because people – wolves? Great. We, yeah, we killed them all. We should bring them back. And then you don't have to deal with it because you live in the city. <laughs> what if you're a rural person? You live in rural Colorado. You have to – deal with them all the time and that's and then and I, I get more mad at it because it creates a bigger divide between the city and rural populations and we don't want that I just I wish people understood the wilderness more um, and to be fair though I kind of thought oh they're bringing wolves back that that's probably good and then and then I listened to someone who knew what they're talking about and they're like no it's not it's gonna be a pain in your ass it's gonna cost you a ton of money um, And I hope Coloradans especially – the reason I bring it up is because we're going to have another vote on this for mountain lions. And I'm sick of – you know, I don't want to be a person who's like, well, the liberals all moved here from California and they're ruining the state. And they're – yeah, kind of. Um, but I don't believe it's just that. I do think a lot of these liberal cities tend to make decisions that have predictable results. And there is an ideology um, – that goes around with it, you know, kind of being on the, like being, your your politics are basically your religion now, which is not a good thing. Um, I do think there's necessary, it needs to be separated because you cling to your religion with your life. And that's great when it's religion. It's like, okay, you can believe what you want. Like if you, like, I believe this when we die. I believe that. Well, it doesn't really matter. Y'all die. It's not changing things. But if your, your pol politics become your religion, that's also not probably healthy. It may make you narrow-minded. And we always... There is a hyper-compassion in society, which is necessary. We want to be compassionate and kind to people. But you also have to hold people accountable. Uh, 
I was recently held account by a comic at an open mic for kind of reading during the open mic rather than going in and watching. Um, and I didn't like it, but he was right. And I'm all for people of diverse backgrounds, but you also... I wish the world was so simple. If you were just nice to people, things would work out. But that's that's not the case. And sometimes people take advantage of you being nice. I'm definitely more of a compassionate person than I've been taken advantage of in that sense. And yeah, sometimes you do come off as a dick, but sometimes you have to come off as a dick. How else are you going to, you know, protect yourself in certain situations? And I think with animals, we often treat them like they're pets. Like, wolves, oh, great, they're pretty. I see them in the parks. It's like, well, yeah, but they're also wild animals. And they. I think everyone should follow the page Nature is Metal and watch those videos. Like, oh, no, I don't like to watch it. It's gruesome. It's like, yes, that's the point. That's life. That is. Life eats life. And I think, you know, I don't want to force people to watch gruesome videos, but that's the wild. And I think, especially, like, that's what wolves do. If you don't like... Why do you want wolves then? Wolves are probably even more brutal because they just like tear apart your hamstring and they rip you to shreds as a group. It's like probably killed by wolves. One of the worst ways to die. And there were already wolves here, but they just weren't in areas where people didn't see them. So we're going to go and ranch our dose them. Because we need it. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Please, 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 please stop ruining the state I love with your dumb liberal policies. Please. Like, why? People on the other side of the political spectrum aren't trying to ban you from doing what you want. I guess they are in some states, but. Like, ah, uh, come on. I'm all, I'm, I consider myself a liberal person, but. I don't like to see the track Colorado's on. I think a lot of people did escape from California. and uh, I mean, like the, like, the other thing is we took Donald Trump off the ballot, which, like, really? Like, do we want to? That just creates more Donald Trump supporters. If you take the primary Republican candidate out of, out of the election, what does it do for, like, the rural, rural minority we have in this state? that wants to vote for him, then, then, then would this on top of the wolves create this bigger divide? It's frustrating. It's frustrating to see states go from no one can find a middle ground. We can't be like, okay, let's try to find some compromise. It's either this way or the highway or my way or my way or blah, 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 blah. And it goes back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And it's like, <sighs> can't we come to a sensible policy because we're all trying to create a place and also some people get stuck in their hole. Um, and... It makes me sad. It makes me sad. I, I, I love uh, my state, and I don't want it to see partisan politics tear it apart, and kind of is. And also, like I like to hunt. I like to do these things, and when people kind of try to ban those things, that's frustrating. 
What if people tried to ban the things you like to do? Like that wouldn't be fun. Oh, you can't go hike. You can't go run. Can't no trail. No, no, not anymore. It's like my mountain. You can't do that anymore. And if you do, I'm gonna shoot you. If I see you on it, you know, type of thing. It's like, well, what am I supposed? To? Well, just. I think also city dwellers tend to live in a world where, because there's so many people, you tend to lean on other people when you tend to be more self-sufficient if you're rural or even suburban um, to have that kind of mindset, I think, is, is useful, especially if in, like, tragedy situations. And, you know, life is going to fuck you at one point, and what are you going to do when it does? I don't know. These issues, maybe I should just try to stop talking about them because they're – what's the world come to? I think when I was a kid, I, I, I pictured I was born in this perfect utopia and that wasn't so perfect. And then here we are now. And I do – but I do then generously believe, like, you should try to make it better. Part of the reason I took a job at the state is because I do want to try to make things better. Part of the reason I talk about this stuff on my podcast is – not very big or the highest quality yet, um, but I want to get my voices heard out. I try and I'm trying not to be so f- frustrated with people. Um, I think I did a decent job in this conversation, uh, but at the same time, you have to voice concerns. And when you see stuff happening, like I do in my state, if more of these policies start to be enforced and the majority is in the city, you are going to get a very angry rural population, and that's probably not a bad. St- good idea given that the rural population is the one that's armed <laughs> um, and that, that no one wants a war who wants to go fight a war between ourselves and like the fact that I think was so frustrating is that most people who voted for the wolf thing didn't even think about it they're like oh yeah that sounds cool and that can be uh, probably pretty frustrating for rural folk who are like I've spent my whole life ranching, and this is gonna ruin my life. Like, think about maybe that's a good way to think about it. I try, let's try to build bridges instead of tear them down. I think it's important, and when you do explain, like, to be fair, when you explain this to most people, they start to get it. Um, they eat your cattle, and like, well, they're being compensated. It's like, yeah, but like, that's your livelihood. That's what you do. If oh well, a wolf killed my whole, you know, killed my cattle. Oh, I'm getting paid for them, but. Like, what am I now to do? Like, this is rural Colorado. It's not like a city where there's always stuff to go and do. Who knows? Who knows? And and so I think if we can try to see, well, oh, I see why this is difficult, and try to understand people we disagree with. Like, even in my frustration with hyper-compassionate liberals, I do understand what they're doing. They're just trying to do what they think is right, because if they're kind and loving to everyone, then everyone will flourish. And that's a... That is a, a noble idea, and it's also very naive. And it's also very naive to assume that the wilderness is anything but like a savage place where, peop- where it's a life-eat-life system. And, you know, if we think we can control this system, then we're freaking we're, – we're delusional. Um. So I don't know. I don't know. Um, in lighter uh, 
news. I've talked so much shit on this podcast. You can cancel me a thousand times over <laughs> with all the stuff that's on there. Um, and I don't think, like, honestly, while I do love doing this podcast and it's starting to get better with our curtain, um, it is not great quality. And these and these episodes are sp- supposed to be just me kind of working out ideas, what's on my mind. Um, uh and you know, so when I, I use, you know, like talk about YouTube shadow ban me, and well, at the same time, also, it's probably not just that. It's probably also, you know, it's not the greatest quality podcast. There's not always direction to it. People don't tend to watch it, and I guess I'm mostly doing this for myself. Um, that's why I called it like self therapy because sometimes it helps to hear your thoughts out loud, um, and it develops. Uh, new ideas helps me grow as a person. It definitely has helped me grow. Uh, you know, that's all we can do. Who knows, maybe one day I'll be doing this over a VR headset. Um, doing doing stand-up over that. Um, so, Interesting. Um, is there anything else I want to close out on? Anything else I want to talk about? Oh, that's a good idea. That'll be good. So, uh, there's this concept of, in Japanese, called wabi-sabi, which is trying to find beauty in the imperfections of life and accepting the natural order of chaos, of, of growth and decay. Um, and it's commonly seen as trying to find beauty in imperfect things. And we live in a very imperfect world. But there's still beautiful things that happen. We still connect as individuals, and we have technology to be able to make it so. Um, you know, there are some things that do stink and are scary, and we have to deal with those as well. But I don't think those things ever go away. I think it's just a part of the trade-offs of life. And, you know, everyone, I think we can. We should all strive to try to find something we, some way to enjoy our life. Our time on this planet isn't great. And... You have to find, that's why I love the idea of yin-yang, you have to find that balance between chaos and order where, you know, you're straddling right down that middle. And maybe that's a process that just truly never ends. But until then, um, thank you so much for listening if you have. um, And until next time.